Welcome to the Leader's Life Podcast, where we implement that old school grind with that new school mind. What is up, fam? I am your host, Amar. And before we get started, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out. And if you think your this information is awesome, hook your boy up with a review and a five-star review because you don't realize how much that helps. Now, without being said, this is our expert series. I have an amazing guest, my good friend, an amazing coach. He is a coach for creative artists and entrepreneurs with the mission to empower people to their fullest potential and feel inspired to express their gifts. With that being said, my brother, my friend, Avi, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? I'm super excited to be here and your enthusiasm is always so contagious. I feel like I've always got to bring up that bar to the next level. When I hear you speak, it's just energy piping through. So I'm really, really grateful to be here and to share a bit of my journey, a bit of my story with your beautiful audience. Thank you very much, Avi. And just so people don't know, Avi and I met through Rob Dial's coaching program, the where I've met a lot of my amazing friends. And you know, we talk about community all the time on this podcast. And this is one dude that that's just been nothing but amazing. I root for him. He roots for me. And we that's kind of the way that you want it with your friends and family in circle. So with that being said, let's just jump right into this, Avi. You are an amazing coach, right? Why do you why are you a coach? Like why out of all the amazing skills, all the amazing talents that you have, you chose to become a coach? That's a really interesting question. And my answer is very simple. I was hiding. I was hiding for so many years of my life because I felt it was always easier to prioritize other people, other people's happiness, other people's well-being, other people's wishes and demands. And whatever made them happy made me happy. Little did I know that I didn't know what I wanted, what I needed from this life. And long story short, who I even was. I was hiding under this veil of being gay, right? I was hiding behind my sexuality and behind that was also hiding so many layers of power, potential, creativity, expression, so many things that now are coming out and blooming and blossoming into the world. And that's exactly what I want for people. I don't want people to hide. I want people to use this beautiful, unique opportunity that is life to express everything that is within them. Wow. Avi, first off, much love and respect to you because you just brought up that you are, you know, you are openly gay. And for listeners who don't know, Avi c- comes from a culture. He's, you could, what's your background, Avi, so that listeners can know? I have Indian roots. Indian roots. Okay. So he's got some Indian roots. I have some Middle Eastern roots. So we were, we're, we're brothers from different, different, different bloodlines. But with that being said, Avi just said that he was pretending, not pretending, but more along the lines of like, excited about other people's happiness because he couldn't be his true authentic self. Now, with that being said, coming from a culture that's very, very traditional, coming from a country that's very, very strict, how did Avi be able to say, you know what? I want to live the way I'm supposed to live. I want to live as a true, happy gay man. And here you are right now, saying to the world that you are finally comfortable in your shoes. How did that conversation come about? And if you don't mind sharing your story of, of where you realize that, hey, I'm gay and I don't know what to do, but this is what I'm going to do. That's a really, really powerful question, actually, what you're asking. I think 
you sort of always know, right? You sort of always have these hints within you, within your being. You have this gut feeling about who you are and who you want to be. And like I said earlier, you're hiding. And I hid for 24 years of my life. And yes, I did pretend. And yes, I did lie. I did make up stories about who I was dating and the relationships I was having that didn't exist. I lied and I covered up my truth in any way possible so people wouldn't find out. And in a way, I didn't want to find out. I didn't want to confess to myself the reality that was within me. Little did I know that the universe or the stars or whatever we want to call it out here aligned for me to meet you at my first ever coaching experience. And coaching was a word that sort of came to me in 2020. It was sort of coming to me from different podcasts, neurolinguistically, whatever you want to call it. It was subconsciously coming towards me for a reason. And now I understand why. It's my calling, it's my design. And I realized how so many of my traits came up in coaching. So many of my truths came up. I was willing to go into coaching to help other people. Once again, putting their priorities before my own. And little did I know that I needed to be coached first that I needed to shine that mirror back at myself and realize who I truly was and what I was running away from. So I remember working with Patrick, who's one of the coaches at Bob Shout out to Patrick Herrick. He was one of my coaches too. What's up, buddy? He's an incredible guy. And I remember we had some really beautiful sessions. And our last session together, he said to me, I think you need to own up to these two simple words. I am gay. You need to own up to those words. The moment you can say them out loud is the moment you're going to be able to accept who you are fully and be free and release everything that's within you. And yes, was that a journey? 100%. But it was a more beautiful and wholesome journey having support next to you. Wow, bro. Thank you so much for sharing that amazing, amazing story. And for you, just we're, we're sick and tired and having a coach telling you, so ironic that he was my first coach going into the program and him, him giving you that, that powerful affirmation of, I am, I, I am, I am, you know, one of my, one of my affirmations in the morning is I am happy because I, for some reason found that I just, every time I showed that I was happy around people who weren't happy, it would almost, I would feel bad. So I kind of had to dim my light. And then in order, you know, lower, lower my, my standards of happiness, just so I can kind of hang out with the people who aren't unhappy or just, you know, miserable. And for you, you were not hiding. So you came out now, how did your family react to this is, yeah. is the question. Yeah. Because once again, I understand your culture and I'm sure you have an amazing family. I just want to know when, you know, what, what was that response? It's interesting. You asked me this question. You know, I've always had a really, really supportive and loving family. And actually, I was more scared of the conditioning of my society and my culture than I was of my parents. I knew that if I would come out to my parents, it wouldn't be such a big deal, to be completely honest with you. The big deal for me would always be how they would relate to the wider world, to their friends, to their family, their reputation in society, within the people, their culture. I come from a city, or from an island actually, called Gran Canaria. And it's a small island in the south of Spain. However, you'd be surprised by the amount of Indian people that actually live there. And people can travel thousands of kilometers across the globe, yet their conditioning and their mindset will still remain with what they were educated in their countries. So for me to be able to share this with my family wasn't just a conversation about my family. I was always really, really mindful about how it would affect 
the complete ecosystem. Yet, I remember sharing it with them and they said, why does that even matter? Why should we care about anything but your happiness right now? And of course, those were words that they said. And as a coach, I was being very, very, very able to sense their energy. I was able to sense that there was a little bit of pain in there. There was a little bit of hurt. They had these expectations of what their perfect child would look like. And Abby came and broke them. This perfect kid that was always there, supporting his family, doing the dishes, really, really being helpful and supportive to family, all of a sudden broke this perfect image he had constructed. And it's taken time. It's taken time and a lot of love. The same acceptance journey that I had to go through, for anyone out there listening to this who's gay or having any other sexuality-related concerns or, or opportunities to expand, acceptance is a journey you go on, but also the people around you. So you got to be patient in a way. You got to hold space for them as much as they're holding it for you and understand that we're all human and navigating in this together. Wow. P powerful, 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 Avi. Thank you so much for sharing that because that was what I was going to ask you is that I know that there are listeners out here who are not living their true authentic self. They are probably questioning themselves. They're curious. They're, they're hey, I may be a lesbian. I, I may be gay. I may be trans. I may, you know, I, I, I just feel regardless that I'm not myself and I'm not living my true authentic self. Now, you said something that I feel people don't ever acknowledge, and it's that they need to first accept it themselves. Like you didn't. You didn't accept it yourself. You had an amazing coach, Patrick, who was able to get you to finally believe in yourself and have that confidence. Now, what would you say to that person who doesn't have that coach, who doesn't have that support system, who's just living right now for somebody else and want to be their true authentic self, whether that's being gay, whether that's being a lesbian, whether that's being anything that they're not, what is your best advice to them right now? It all comes down to worthiness for me. I remember feeling this really strong chest pain, this really, really strong chest pain days before I was about to confess to my parents. And my message to anyone out there who's listening is, do you feel worthy enough of being happy in this lifetime? Of feeling fully free, of feeling fully loved, of feeling loved the way that you want to be loved. Out there, there are people that are living the best life. Out there, there are people that are celebrating themselves fully because they feel worthy, because they feel like they deserve to love themselves and have the best experience out of this lifetime. So my question to you is, do you feel worthy? Wow, wow, wow. Great, great question. And I know this, as I said, I know you and I know a few other people who are in this situation and they don't feel worthy. So if the answer is no, what's a good first step to just start feeling worth in your life? I really, love, I really, really love that question. It's a very beautiful question. I think it's a daily practice. Self-worth is something that you build every single day. It's not something that you click and it just happens. It's the conversations that you have with yourself in the mirror. It's the little walks that you take yourself out on and you tell yourself to slow down because it's okay. It's those moments where you start realizing that it's all temporary. 
it's all gonna fade away someday, right? These parents that you love so much, this brother, this sister, this cousin, this uncle, this aunt that you love so much, they're all gonna leave. And yes, this is gonna sound a little bit sad to some people, but we're all gonna leave. So when all of these people are out of here and so are you, what will matter? And what will truly matter is the quality of the life you lived. How happy were you? How free were you? How much love did you experience in this lifetime? So I ask you once again, when everything's gone, and for example, you're at your deathbed and you're looking back, do you want to live a life of regret? That's what I ask myself. I can't do that to myself. I really can. It's not like anyone else was doing it to me. I was doing it to myself. We point fingers outwards and we blame people for the things that we're actually doing to ourselves. So if you're struggling with self-worth, take it step by step. That's my best advice, right? Mm -hmm. Look, talk to yourself in the mirror. Definitely get support. You know, it's not something easy to go through. There is a lot of conditioning wired into this. Get the support, get the help. And support doesn't have to always be a coach. It can always just be a really close friend that you slowly start opening up and sharing your truth about. Wow. Abby, thank you so much for sharing that. And I, and I, and I know there's listeners out there that are resonating with, with what you said, because self-worth is important. And, you know, what you mentioned are, as I said, affirmations is what I'm hearing, you know, being able to do that self-care, being able to build that confidence within yourself, whether it's exercising, whether it's letting you know that you are good enough. And, and you said something regret. I, it's funny because I just, I'm working on an episode right now that I'm about to record about regret and the, there's a book out there called, and Rob Dahl shared this on his podcast and with, with us in, in, in a mentor program, but it's called the, the five regrets of the dying. And one of the biggest regrets, the people not living to their true authentic self, living for other people, living for the approval of other people. And it's crazy to think that People are not happy because they want to make sure that person approves whether or not they should be happy. Or that person over there doesn't think that gay people are awesome. So therefore, you know, Abby can't be open enough to be, you know, gay. It's, it's those type of judgments that people hold themselves back from. But at the end of the day, if you have that tr true community, that true friendship, that true circle, if they're not going to accept you, you don't need them in your life. That's what I say. Because at the end of the day, what you just said, we all come into this world the same way and we all leave the same way. Why in between, you know, as they say, like on your tombstone, it's the year you were born and then the year that you die. That dash is the most important part of that tombstone. What are you going to do with that dash? Are you going to live that true authentic life or are you going to live it for others? So thank you so much for sharing that aspect about that and talking openly about your decision to live the way that you want to live free. So I, I just want to tell you, brother, I appreciate, appreciate, appreciate that more than you think. And I know there's a listener or a few listeners out there that can resonate. So now let's, let's, let's switch gears here and talk a little bit about what type of coach you are and, and, and then why, you know, first off you're, you know, you broke creative people and I know that's, that's, that's an interesting niche. So why do you work with creative people is what I want to ask you. All right. So this actually, it all, it all connects, right? 
behind the label of I am gay was hiding my creative potential. And it was hiding because doing creative things, doing artistic things has always been labeled as feminine, right? I remember back in the day when I was deciding on what career I wanted to take, I really wanted to study fashion design. I really wanted to get into styling or something related to like the creative arts. And I, because of my own fears, because of my own limiting beliefs, went for a more masculine career choice. I went for industrial design. That sounds really masculine, doesn't it? This sort of political <laughs> role that you're just... Industrial design. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great. You see, like that is, that is a great example because I know people who do that. They try to mask it. That's just that's that's very powerful for you to share, Avi. Thank you, brother. It's it's yeah. funny. It's funny how we do these things, and it's funny how I actually ended up my final year project doing fashion-related things because my passion was still really, really alive in there, and it still is. Right, that creative flair, that creative guy that loves to paint, that loves to draw, loves to express, loves to communicate. Right now, with you and share our own journeys, and I felt frustrated. I felt really, really frustrated that all of that was hiding within me. And it was hiding because I was not allowing it to be free. I was not allowing myself fully to be free. And little did I know that knocking on one door and opening it would open all of the other ones for me as well. And that's what I want for people out there. If you're hiding for any reason because you're seeking for mom and dad's approval, because you're seeking for companionship, you feel alone, you feel like you need someone to walk with you in this journey, you feel like you're hiding behind your physical health, you're hiding behind your sexuality, whatever it is, there's a lot more behind there that you're not seeing. Let's get it out there. That's, that's, yeah, that's great, great, great advice. Because when I even when I was trying to think, I was like, wow, like, you know, you coach for, you know, creative, creative people, artists and entrepreneurs. Now that actually definitely I saw a little fog when you first said it to me but now that's definitely opened a lot of clarity with that that's that's pretty amazing because I know that you deal with you know growth mindsets spirituality abundance finances self-love creativity and social media so as as we're about to wrap this up Avi now I want to I want to also and I'm just putting Avi on the spot over here if there's anybody who's uncomfortable right now and needs to have that conversation with possibly their parents or their loved one, an uncomfortable one. It doesn't necessarily have to just be based on your sexuality. It could be anything else, whether you want to leave your job, whether you want to try something new, but you don't have that supportive spouse. You don't have that supportive partner. You don't have that. You just don't have that supportive circle. I'll, I'll say that term again, because that's how important it is. I say it on every podcast episode. It is, it is imperative to find that group of people that not only pick you up, you know, not, not only pat you on the back, but give you that kick in the ass. So, Avi, I want to invite the listeners, if that's okay with you, to feel free to reach out to you, if that's okay. And if so, how can this amazing community reach out to you if they want to have that difficult conversation and don't know where to even start? That's beautiful, Omar. I really, really appreciate you creating the space for this conversation and for, for sharing that. I would love to absolutely be there for you guys. And I know that I needed it back in the day. So you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is a.visionaire or avisionaire. The spelling is a.visionaire. And I also have a podcast that's called Not A Label, which is exactly about that. Celebrating that you're not just gay or just tied to a job title, that there's colors and flowers and all this beautiful 
content and context within you and it's about celebrating all of that so you can tune into the podcast to learn a little bit more more about that i share my truth there and actually have some beautiful people just like yourself Omar, sharing your truth and your why and what keeps you going and uh, yeah really excited to talk to all of you guys yeah and we will and i will definitely have that in the show notes his his podcast not a label is powerful amazing podcast i was i was a part of it as well we will include that in the show notes as well. Avi, my brother, my friend, thank you so much. I, you don't understand how much value I've just learned from you as far as you putting yourself out there. And most importantly, being so selfless to let people know that, hey, they're not alone. They can go out there and they can be their true authentic self. And I'll say it again, on your, on your tombstone, you have the year you were born and then you have the year that you die. That dash, what are you going to do with it? And that's that. Thank you so much for showing up and listening. Please make sure you share this with your families, friends, and tribe. And if you think this is valuable information, please share this on social media and tag at Leaders Life Podcast. You all freaking rock. Remember, why not you? Why not now? I hope you all have an amazing, amazing rest of your day.